If you're struggling, if you're doing all the things, if you've been doing all the things for a long time, this is the episode where I break down exactly what you need to do. It was the biggest aha moment for me that changed it all in perimenopause. You are going to learn the exact steps that you need to be consistent in, in order to guarantee your results. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey there, sister. Does this ever feel like such an overwhelming time of the year for you where you know there's so much more to do and no more time to do it in? I'm really feeling that right now, just knowing that the holidays are so close and you're still trying to you know, accomplish things in your life or and do all of the extra holiday things and also really trying to be present and of course, trying to feel really good in your body and your skin. So if you're feeling that right now, I want you to know you're not alone. I am right there with you and I really want to encourage you to take the time that you need, you know, during that week, especially of the holiday season, you know, that those couple of weeks where things kind of quiet down all around us, really take advantage of that week and recognize that whatever is so busy in your life, you, if you take the time to rest, if you quiet the mind, if you relax, if you get to be present and enjoy And it's okay to say no to things. So if you take that time, then you actually get to come back and have so much more energy. So I wanted today, though, first to just say thank you. I'm so lucky all the time to get messages from from sisters listening to the podcast, from my fellow perimenopause women just like you out there who are listening, you know, telling me what's going on in their body, what they're struggling with, how they want to fix it, because I know this is a real problem, right? It was, I've said this before on the podcast so many times, but if I had been in the wellness industry, helping thousands of women for about 12 years release weight, and I didn't know this stuff about perimenopause, like it just smacked me in the face it makes sense that so many other women wouldn't know. This was how I made a career. This is what I studied and learned. So don't ever feel badly that you don't know. And I'm so grateful that you're here. You're in the right place learning what is going on. So please keep these messages coming. I love talking to you in the DMs. Keep coming back here, telling me episodes that you need to hear, specific problems that you want. And What I have to say is that after helping thousands of women with their health and studying female hormones almost exclusively now for five years, I know 
without a doubt that one of the main reasons women are struggling so significantly with issues of our hormones is 100% a lack of correct information, a lack of understanding. You know, the same reason that doctors told women to smoke, to relax when they were pregnant in their 70s, or we told people that hydrogenated margarine is better for you than butter, or insert any number of health recommendations that we now know cause major health issues. All of these come down to a lack of education. And you know, culture tells us immediately to blame our hormones when we're in this window, right? When we're approaching 40, when we're in our 40s, when we're approaching menopause, this is what we're told. And then of course we go to our healthcare practitioner and they do our blood work and, and, and our blood work falls in the range as it typically does. And they say, well, you're fine. Or take these hormones or that birth control or this anxiety pill or that medicine. Or hey, let's just pull out completely and like an entire organ from your body. Why not? <laughs> My problem is that this is treating the symptom. And you know this. This is why I get so many messages from you guys. You know you should feel better. And, and what's happening is that it's treating the problem. The, the, the pr the, the symptom and not the actual root of the issue. And I am not saying that there is no real reason for, you know, for these solutions to help. I don't believe that people should suffer. Of course, I know that women, you know, we shouldn't stay suffering if we've done the underlying work and we know that we have healed the foundational health of our body and we're still suffering, then we know there's like a vital void in us. We know this. And then we can start to really see, okay, what's the actual issue here? But, you know, <laughs> my view on Western medicine is that it is the last resort miracle medicine. Like once upon a time, we didn't have these miracle drugs and very few women, research shows us, suffered the way we do in perimenopause and menopause now. If you wanna to get to the root of your problem, you have to start with the foundations of health. And this is something that is not being talked about enough. Here we are reaching these magical ages of midlife, 35 to 55, when women have never in the history of the world been so busy, you know, been, been creating amazing careers and being very successful and at the same time without a lot of help without a lot of extra support running a family and household you know and all of the emotional labor that we know still falls 80% on the woman in a relationship if you're in a hetero relationship you know women have never before been so busy all that we take on all that we do all that is expected of us and on top of that, you know, we do have social media at all times, like at our fingertips, hours a day, telling us how we should be and how we should look and what we should do. It's an, a very big added stress on us in this time. And we do know, like research and science has proven to us that obviously our food is not as nutrient dense as it used to be. We're way more exposed to environmental toxins that we used to be. Uh, and we you know, we're exposed to blue light all the time. I'm here with you guys right now staring at my computer. So we know that, that we're in a greater, an era that is harder than ever for women to thrive. Um, 
And, and of course, let's just not forget that we did just come out of a pandemic where we still don't really, I mean, can I say we're out of it yet? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We still don't really understand the ripple effect of it, but we do know it impacted mental health and stress significantly. And here we are starting to go through our reverse puberty, which nobody tells us about. There's our lack of education, right? Nobody prepares us for it. All they tell us is like, well, you're going to go through menopause. You're not going to be fertile anymore. You're probably going to have hot flashes, gain weight and, and be miserable, which does not have to happen. But yes, there is a reality to the fact that shifting hormones will throw us off a little, just like it does with teenagers going through puberty, just like it does with women, you know, especially in the first trimester of pregnancy. But that is just one tiny sliver of the pile of you know what that is actually causing the issues women are having. So whether you are brand new to this podcast or you've been listening for a while, I think the first and most important piece that we remind ourselves of in a world that is telling us it's just our hormones and accept it is that clearly that that mindset, that direction isn't working. So let's make sure to educate ourselves. And and I'm, I'm so grateful you're here. That's what we get to do here. I have yet to have a client come to me with severe perimenopause symptoms. And let's be real. If you cannot sleep through the night, if you are having brain fog every day, if anything, if you are consumed with how you feel in your body more than 10% a day because of how you're feeling, whatever's happening all of a sudden in midlife, you are having severe symptoms. So I have yet to have a client come to me with these perimenopause symptoms who doesn't also have a gut health issue or massive stress and anxiety in their life or digestive issues or hustle addictions or a huge workload in life, whatever, you know, whatever, all of those things. Almost all of these symptoms we are told about in perimenopause that are quote unquote normal, which they are not. Yes, they're common. They are not normal, are also symptoms of other issues, <laughs> So let me be clear, the shifting of your hormones are actually the straw that breaks the camel's back. They are not the only issue, which is why most women who come to me who are taking hormones already or antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds or sleep aids or birth control, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are still having issues. You may start to feel better for a bit, but you can't, still can't lose weight. You still feel frustrated with how you feel. You don't feel like you're operating at that level that you once did. And it bugs us because we care. We care about being our best. We care about being productive. We care about feeling good. And we know how much magic we're losing by being consumed with how we feel. So let me be crystal clear with you here. I hope you're listening because I'm going to tell you the exact formula to feel better no matter what you are struggling with. This may not fix everything, but it will do two things guaranteed. One, it will absolutely help you feel better in all of the ways. And two, it will tell you if you have a greater issue, that vital void house, if you're really missing something that you actually need medical health with, but help with. But we can't really know that. And a lot of it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that, you know, something is going to work because you're lumped into a generalization of symptoms, but it's not the real problem. So I want to share this with you so that you aren't just going off to your healthcare practitioner and just taking stuff or spending money on supplements and just urinating them out every single day because we it doesn't have to be that way. So are you ready? All right. For 12 weeks, 
for 12 weeks, you need to make your health a gosh darn priority. No more excuses, no more putting everything everything else above you. 12 weeks of consistent focus on the kindergarten foundations of health, I like to call them, because they, they're really things we should have been taught. And often I think we actually do teach these to our children. This is how we treat our, our babies. This is how we treat our animals. And this is how we were kind of taught, but we just completely slipped off the wagon somewhere and started to put other key values above our foundational health. We forgot about these kindergarten foundations. So here they are. One, when you're in this 12-week healing phase, remember, I like to look at this. This doesn't have to be a forever thing, but when we need to heal, when we need to get to the root of a problem, we have to calm the chaos in our body so that we can actually see what the real problem is. If everything in your body is completely tantruming, then we never, it's really hard to see what's actually going on. So number one, you want to go to bed by 10, by 10. Yes, you wanna be in your bed by 10. Our deepest sleep hours are from 10 to midnight. And you want to stay in that bed for seven to nine hours. Ideally, we're sleeping, but as we're healing, it might not get there right away. Number two, you wanna eat three whole food meals a day. Two, two hours after waking, you're gonna have breakfast or, or earlier if you're hungrier. You wanna eat every four to five hours and really cut out that snacking. Make sure you're eating enough in these meals to keep you full and satisfied longer. And it tells you a lot. I did a whole episode on this about, about nutrition, how to know if you're eating enough or not. You know, eat, and if you're hungry, in less than four to five hours, you're not eating enough for the energy demands of your body. It's really that simple. And what we wanna look at is how can I eat enough of the right thing that's gonna sustain me and provide the energy, right? I wanna make sure I'm having enough lean protein. I wanna have enough vegetables. I wanna make sure I have carbohydrates to have that energy in there, right? I wanna get the fats in. But we can't even get to things like macro counting or you know how many calories you should be having to a deficit if we don't have these foundations in place. So number two was eat whole food meals, three whole food meals a day. You wanna eat them the first one within two hours of waking and then every four to five hours and you need to cut out the inflammatory stuff. We gotta pull out those inflammatory foods. Number three, just walk. Walk for an hour a day, get those seven to 10,000 steps in. It doesn't have to be all at once. Sometimes the best thing is like 20 minutes after each meal or half an hour in the morning and half an hour after dinner. These are really great times to walk because they really support our body. A long time ago when people didn't suffer with this, they didn't finish their meal and then sit in front of the TV for hours and hours. They were active. They, you know, closed out the farm. They didn't have TVs to stare at. So they did things. We moved. You want to move after your meals. You know, if you do not have time to prioritize your nutrition and your sleep, these foundational pillars of our health, you, you have no business prioritizing a 45 minute intense workout. It's absolutely backwards and it's wasting your time and making you sicker. And I'm going to bet that you know this is true in your heart because otherwise you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast and looking for answers, would you? All right, number four is to make time for play, for leisure, for stress reduction, whatever that is for you. Think about recess for kids in kindergarten. Think, think, consider having sex alone or with a partner. Explore yourself again physically and emotionally and mentally. What 
is interesting to you, that's not a television show. That's not entertainment there, right? We need to really bring ourselves to a place of discovery again, of finding the things. Because learning new things and discovering things that make us happy significantly impact the amount of stress we can handle in life. Okay, that's it. Those are your four foundational pieces. And I will literally go on the record to tell you right now that I guarantee you will feel better if you commit to this for 12 weeks. Now, here's the rub or the catch or the bonus, whatever you want to call you. When you decide to commit to your health for 12 weeks, there's a lot of noise that goes on in your brain, isn't there? A lot of excuses, a lot of fears. I used to say them myself. I still catch myself saying them. I still hear them in my head and I hear them from my clients all of the time. Well, I have this vacation coming up or I'm supposed to have a girl's night out or it's the holiday season or where is the fun? That was one of my biggest ones. I had a client who she's like, well, if I'm not out drinking with my friends, you know, if I don't get to have this treat every day, like it feels like I'm, I'm boring and I'm bored. And I think that is such a powerful thing to recognize in yourself if you're saying this. I used to say this all the time, so you're not alone. I want to tell you something that I have had to get real honest with myself about and some of my clients. If Netflix, drinking wine at the end of the day, eating food that isn't good for your body or whatever else you are hearing pop into your brain, if these are your only sources of fun and joy and comfort and peace, oh, sister, and I, I say this to myself as I say it to you, you're missing the point of life big time. Now, that can be a jagged little pill to swallow, and you might not like that I just said it, but usually that means it's true. I know in myself, whenever someone does something that kind of rubs me the wrong way, I'm always like, why did that bother me? And usually there's something in there that is actually true to me. That's why it bugs us, right? Remember, go ahead and message me and tell me that I'm wrong because I know I'm right on this. You need to have more in your life. You need to find a greater purpose. You need to dig deeper and think bigger. So what do we do, right? If you're falling into this trap where you're making excuses around committing to 12 weeks, what do we do? When you need to cut things out of your life that are your only source of joy and of course are part of the problem, it's time for you to think bigger. It usually means you don't have a deeper purpose. It usually means you're not in alignment with yourself. Think about it. Have you ever been going through life? Maybe you're really full. You're stressed about, you know, all the normal common things we're stressing about. Maybe a little run down, tired. You know, we're really putting a lot of emphasis on the things that are bothering us. And not to say, you know, I don't mean to put down our small things. We all carry a really big load. But here you are going through life. Things are a lot. And then all of a sudden something really big happens, you know, I think a negative thing is a bit easier to compare to, but you know, maybe someone gets a tough diagnosis that you love. Maybe you get a tough diagnosis. Maybe you lose someone, maybe you lose a job. Maybe there's a real rocky issue in your relationship, whatever it is, maybe COVID hits (laughs) and all of a sudden there's this whole new level of stress. It's, 
a, a reminder that, like, think about it. When these things have happened to you, it kind of makes these smaller things a lot smaller, doesn't it? When, when someone in your life that you love either passes away or gets sick or something big happens, it gives you that little perspective that we're making a bigger deal out of these smaller things. And thank goodness we don't have to have this lesson all the time, but this is the perspective that's so important. This is what we do in midlife. You're not thinking big enough. If you're struggling to let go of the things that are keeping you stuck, you're not thinking big enough. You're not finding your purpose. You're trying to use these things to fill a void that sister, they're never going to fill. And you're suffering because of it. This is what we do in midlife. So this is my reminder to you. If you are struggling, I want you to take some time over this holiday season to calm yourself down to a point, really focus on these four pieces for 12 weeks. And here, here's, the, here's the thing. I have struggled so many times in my life to be consistent on habits that are going to get me towards a bigger purpose, a bigger goal. And what always, always works for me is getting help. You know, gosh, it's so hard to ask for. I have such a hard time in life asking anyone for help, but I have learned that we get so much further, so much faster, and we can be more inside of ourselves and offer more to the world when we ask for help, when we need it. So any time in my life where I have been massively struggling and I am not able to accomplish something on my own, I get help. So, and this is what we do in, in, in Midlife Mojo, my signature course that'll be launching in January. We talk about how to get through this. We work through the exact strategy and we stay accountable because we need that coaching. We need that guidance. We need that constant support to change. It is very challenging to make big changes alone. And that's why things like therapy are really helpful and work. That's why things like hiring a personal trainer, if you are ready to do that works. That's why, you know, getting a coach can, or a teacher or an expert expert or a guide helps you and gets you there faster. That's why the success ratios on support and coaching are so high because doing it on your own is really challenging and we're not living in a vacuum here it's not like we just get to go to the biggest loser campus and have nothing else going on in our lives we're all trying to change and heal and thrive and be better versions of ourselves alone amidst the chaos of our life so get the help that you need reach out get some support think about it but take these next few weeks of the rest of this year And think about those four key pieces, quality sleep, going to bed at 10, you know, seven to nine hours, really consistent nutrition, really cutting out those foods, finding some time for leisure and really just getting in 10,000 steps a day. I promise you, you're going to feel better. But if you're having trouble making it happen, just like I was, just like so many of my clients are, that's when you know you need help. And sometimes it can be scary investing in help. And I think we make it about the money sometimes, but really it's about our fear of failure. We're afraid that we're going to invest and we're not going to want to show up for ourselves because it's hard. There's always hard parts of growth. But the only thing that I know that's harder than, than growth is staying the same in a miserable, uncomfortable body because I have been there and felt really frustrated And it sucks the life out of you and out of your relationships, which is really what life is about. So you have it. You have what you need. You have the strategy. I want you to reach out if you need help. I want you to reach out if you want clarity to any of these things. But sister, most importantly, 
it's time to think bigger. Go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Take your eye off of those little things and start thinking about bigger things. Fill your life with the things that bring you joy, but make sure you first solidify your your kindergarten health foundations. All right. We'll catch you in the next episode. I got a really exciting episode coming up for you that's going to help you with some of your nutrition woes. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.